0: Taylor Swift, uh, her fans, Swifties, uh, unable to shake it off, don't want to shake it off. They're still pretty you-know-what about the fact that they weren't able to get tickets through Ticketmaster for her latest uh, tour. Pretty much impossible to get. Millions of Swift fans crowded a presale for her long-awaited tour resulting in crashes, prolonged waits, frantic purchases. Ticketmaster then cancelled the general sale citing insufficient remaining tickets and really inciting a firestorm of outrage from fans. Now thousands of fans are lobbying to create public poll or to create policy change around Ticketmaster, a move that Really, many have attempted over the years. I mean, think of going back to Pearl Jam concerts and, and uh, the battles that Pearl Jam had with the band uh, years back. Could it actually happen this time around? We are seeing American lawmakers get involved as well. Timothy Dewhurst is a professor and senior research fellow in marketing and public policy at the University of Guelph. Uh, Timothy, welcome to the show. <laughs> Uh, thanks. <laughs> are you a Glad Taylor? To be here. Are you a Swifty, Tim?
1: <laughs> uh, I am not. Um, I think a lot of those fans that were uh, very frustrated and left waiting uh, unsuccessfully for tickets were typically parents uh, trying to buy <laughs> on behalf of a... Uh, uh, their sons or daughters uh, and a, case, a lot of cases uh, young daughters that were really hoping to be there
0: Well you know it's interesting I was reading a report today and it said that some of Taylor Swift's fans want you to know three things they're still not 16 they have careers and resources and they're angry mm. <laughs> and they're saying that's mm. a pretty uh, big motivator and they're kind of banding together to try to push for change now you've been watching this for a long time I, th- I mentioned Pearl Jam and you tried was it Pearl Jam you tried to get tickets for a Pearl Jam concert recently and that ran into the old uh, challenge and dynamic pricing issues
1: yeah it, it, we've actually seen uh, this you know before taylor swift of where it was an escalating issue of uh, pearl jam with their recent tour and then bruce springsteen announcing uh, next year that'll be touring in the u.s and uh, there are a number of fans uh, pretty outraged with the escalating prices of where uh, with Bruce Springsteen's tour next year I mean it was pretty common to have uh, tickets priced at about $5,000 a seat you know and this is in a venue that's a hockey arena of about 20,000 people Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's not we're not talking $5,000 for the front row Um, we're talking you know in some cases where it might be towards the back of the arena uh, and you're paying that kind of price for a ticket.
0: That uh, dynamic pricing thing, yeah, it's it's got a lot of people really frustrated. Uh, do, you know, Timothy, when it comes to, um, you know, the concerts and, you know, Ticketmaster seemingly has the monopoly on, on all of this. Incredibly frustrating. We've seen the push to have it changed in the past. Do you think it's possible that there can be policy change with this company and the way things are done?
1: Uh, Well, there certainly is more and more attention and momentum of looking, you know, re-looking into the matter. And so, uh, you know, my understanding is that U.S. Congress is to hold hearings on Ticketmaster issues uh, now after this uh, Taylor Swift debacle. Um, but it really does go back to actually in 2010, uh, the U.S. Department of Justice did approve uh, a merger between Ticketmaster and Live Nation. Uh. And, uh, I mean, there's many questioning why uh That merger was permissible just because, uh, you know, uh, Live Nation now being the parent company, I mean, they oversee many of the high-profile artists uh, and venues uh, where the concerts are being held, and so they have a control on many levels it's not only on uh, you know offering the tickets uh, that are for sale
0: how much of this though do you think also falls on the on the shoulders of the artists um you know going along with this buying into uh whatever rules that ticket is being put in place whatever kind of agreements ticket master and the artist have put in place because obviously there's you know there's a, there's a contract between those two um or is it just you know this is this is always we really have those, so this is what we have to deal with.
1: Well, I, I guess an issue uh, that Ticketmaster and artists alike face is that they want, uh, you know, their cut mm-hmm. uh, on those ticket sales, and so I think both have uh, an interest in trying to minimize the reselling of their tickets, and so uh with Taylor Swift uh you know StubHub for example is a, a common resale site and apparently there were Taylor Swift mm-hmm. uh, tickets available for $22,000 if you're so willing on StubHub um and so you know the likes of pearl jam i mean they would like to you know i guess get what they perceive as their fair share of what uh, the retail value of the, the ticket is and and not have uh, whether it's individuals looking to you know make a profit or whether it's uh, stubhub and, uh, and others where uh, the bands would not get a cut of that mm-hmm. Um, In the case of Pearl Jam, too, I mean, I think they sincerely were concerned about the high prices uh, earlier in their career for their fans. But that was at a time when their fans were largely in their late teens or early 20s. Uh, But now, uh, you know, they you know that group has aged with them and uh, they still have an incredible following but it's uh mostly middle-aged fans that uh, follow them now who do have a different discretionary income um you know than than the past
0: you know it's it's interesting one uh, music commentator had uh, said about this whole debacle with the ticket uh, with the Taylor Swift tickets that it, it just it doesn't matter what changes were in pl- were put in place they just couldn't handle uh, the number of people wanting tickets they underestimated the number of people wanting tickets what do you say to that
1: Um, Well, I guess for one, it's uh, quite a compliment to Taylor Swift, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, her popularity and, uh, you know, good for her. Uh, But uh, I am surprised that uh, Ticketmaster seemingly was, you know, unable to do it. (laughs) Yeah, unable to do it and they were suggesting that it was historically unprecedented, the demand. But why I'm surprised uh, about not being able to deal with it is because this was a pre-sale and it was supposed to be among, you know, so-called verified fans, uh-huh. you know, where they were trying to deter bots and, and scalpers and so on in the reselling. And uh, so this wasn't offered to the general public. This was only for you know, supposedly for verified fans. So they should have had advanced yeah. notice of how many people were so verified. And uh, and that's why it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that they seem so surprised because uh, they were seemingly uh, trying to anticipate what the demand would be
0: it's uh, I think the one thing that really gets a lot of people really upset is is the, the scalpers and, and the bots who buy up all the tickets like you said you know my goodness I, I'm looking at I'm looking at tickets and there's already stuff for sale on StubHub and I think, and people are trying to figure out how that happens and what can be done about that
1: yeah it's it certainly uh, a challenge and uh, um, it, uh, you know, I guess it, you know, it certainly has always existed on a small scale level where some people would not genuinely, I guess, be wanting to necessarily go to the concert, but would, uh, you know, buy in certain quantities with the hope of, uh, you know, you know making a, a profit of doubling the price of what they, yeah. they sold the ticket for. But, uh, you know, with bots, it's obviously on a far different scale, um, than just an individual trying to cash in
0: yeah it's pretty wild what we see Tim want to thank you for joining me this afternoon I appreciate it
1: oh my pleasure yeah
0: take care okay timothy dewhurst is a senior research fellow in marketing and public policy department of marketing and consumer studies at the university of guelph uh peter says you know what that dynamic pricing is so dumb i bought tickets to blink 182 on pre-sale went and looked an hour later in the st- seats right beside me went up 70 dollars each you know it was interesting um you might have heard that garth brooks has announced uh, a residency in vegas and the way that they've handled this um so they knew that the demand would be really really great and so what you were able to do through the Garth Brooks website was to pick five shows, you know, from one to five that you'd be really interested in going to, like rank them, okay? And then if you were chosen, you would receive a text message with a code and a time that would allow you to log on for that show. Okay. And so at um, 10 minutes prior, you were able to get into the waiting room and then into the queue to buy the tickets and then buy the tickets if if you got, you know, through there, depending on how long it was. But I thought that was an interesting way of doing it, you know, like making it... A smaller, that, that smaller opportunity um, and, and really allow people to say, okay, this is a show that I want to go to. I get that that's different because there were maybe 20 shows that people um, w- had a choice of, of picking compared to one big show, let's say in New York, right? Or in Edmonton. But it was Interesting. And I got chosen, um, and I received a text message, and I, I ended up screwing it up. So yesterday, um, you know, uh, 10 minutes before, I got into the waiting room, then got into the queue to, to, to buy the tickets. There was only 200 people ahead of me, which was really, really cool. But then I, I missed the spot to put the code in, and by the time I figured that out, the tickets that were going for $100 bucks each we're all gone. And I wasn't willing to to spend, you know, $200, $300, 400 $500 uh, for, for that show in Vegas. But I thought that was interesting. Yeah, so just kind of a few more thoughts on that. It is just really, really frustrating, right, isn't it? You're looking for uh, tickets to a concert, you wait, you do all the things that you're supposed to do, and next thing you know, you turn around and they're bought up by bots or, you know, whatever it is, and they show up on, on StubHub and those other sites for, you know, hundreds or thousands of dollars more. That's that's really, really frustrating. And so it's, it's interesting to see the kind of the pressure that's coming out of this one. And some people are like, okay, is it going to be really, you know, ticked off Taylor Swift fans that really get some change finally happening? Um, We know that Ticketmaster has apologized, but fans... Uh, fans uh, from all sorts of different industries and again as I said off the top there was this report today saying hey we're not just 16 year old kids anymore we've grown up with Taylor Swift we're now in our 20s we're now in our 30s and they have careers and they have resources so now there's Swifties again a fandom is a powerful thing right so you, you have these Swifties who um, you know from law backgrounds cybersecurity you name it they have joined forces to create something that's called vigilante legal and it's a group lobbying to create policy change around Ticketmaster and organize other Swifties right Um, they're creating email templates to um, templates to petition attorney generals and provide antitrust information so it's it's interesting there's this this build that has come from this we also know that there's been some uh, politicians getting on board um, including multiple state attorney general attorneys general including in pennsylvania and tennessee they've announced investigations (laughs) into what has happened right it is really really interesting it's really interesting so we'll see what happens maybe nothing will happen who said we touched on the Pearl Jam thing going back as far as 1994 you know and then the approval for Ticketmaster Live Nation to join forces and it's frustrating because Well, seemingly chopping at the bit to get back to see live shows right after two and a half years. Now, here we are. And and when it comes to spending money on concert tickets, we know that that's a bonus. And so when your dollars are tight as well, you know, you're saving up, you're planning for it. Uh, And then to see that dynamic pricing, to see how prices changed, uh, you know, I, I work with someone who tried to get Eagles tickets and, you know, originally was looking at Eagles tickets and they were a pretty good price. And then thanks to dynamic pricing, they went up a couple of hundred dollars and he bit the bullet because he's like, ah, this is going to be probably the last chance I'm ever going to get to see it. But he says, I learned myself, I learned a lesson through that as well, was not waiting So we'll see what happens. Uh, Taylor Swift said uh, the whole entire ordeal has really ticked her off. Said a lot of uh, described uh, what her fans went through as going through, what, uh, multiple bear attacks. Uh, We still don't know if uh, that tour is going to come to Canada. I wouldn't be surprised if it does and maybe touch down here in Edmonton. We shall see, won't we? We shall see.